Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hello, world, and welcome into episode one, or is it episode zero, of Trust the Tape. Jeff Kavanaugh alongside Brian Broaddus, and I should mention it is Trust the Tape, Brought to you by Boomer Jacks. How about Let's that? go. How about that? Let's go. Yeah. Thank Boomer you. Jacks on board. We love Boomer Jacks. They have 36 million locations, give or take, and they're incredible. I'll tell you about the beer specials later. Thank you to Boomer Jacks for making this bad boy possible. How are you, Brian? You know what? Uh, getting better each day. At what? Just in general? It's near football season. Oh yes, you know the you're Games. starting to hear a lot of things going on in yeah. not only in the NFL but in college football. If you're following along, the you know the, the the camps, the battles, the the teams, everybody getting ready uh, to to get this thing kicked off here uh, before we know it. Yes, yeah, so we will have college football in four days from today, depending on what day you're listening to. Trust the tape presented by Boomer Jacks. Nebraska and Illinois are going to kick us off. Uh, now, for a lot of people, you probably won't be all that worried about college football until September 2nd, 3rd, 4th. Um, but we are here. And Trust the Tape, here's the thing about Trust the Tape if you're new to listening. It is whatever it is as a podcast. College football previews, reviews, uh, it will morph into a draft podcast as it we will. work our way through the college football season. Maybe we'll talk about NFL rookies. We'll do whatever feels topical and whatever feels right in Trust the Tape, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, Brian, you are co-host number three in Trust the Tape, and we like to think that we have upgraded to bring you in. Uh, I had to really sell the boss on, hey, look, I think Brian can handle this. So just don't let the people down. That's all I ask. I'll try my best, Jeff. Okay. Now, what I was looking at to get ready for my college football season is it's kind of, to me, it's kind of list season mm-hmm. in college football because why wouldn't everybody put out lists? It's a great way to get people to click on things, and we haven't started playing yet, so what else can we do? Now, the list I found was the 100 best players in college football. And so what I did, because I'm a pathetic loser, is I said, okay, and I took player number one, and it was Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma's quarterback. And I said, all right, and I typed his name in under Oklahoma, and then I hit Control-F, and I typed in the word Oklahoma to see how many more Oklahoma players are on here. 
And I worked my way down the entire list and I separated it into the teams that these guys play for. And Brian, I want you to take a wild guess as we get ready for the college football season at who has the most top 100 players on their team. Would be easy to say the University of Alabama, but I'm going to guess it's Ohio State. Go. You should go with your initial instinct. Okay, so it's Alabama then? <laughs> University of Alabama. There was something about it that made me want to say that, you know, initially with Alabama, because every year you and I break down Alabama. Ten Alabama guys? Yeah. Fifteen Alabama guys? Like, and, then, and then you end up asking me, oh, hey, who's this guy? Oh, wait, that's a guy who's a sophomore. Right. Oh, that's a guy that's a, a junior. That we'll, we'll talk about him next year. Uh-huh. And for Alabama, the guy that I know this year, going into this year, is John Mechie, the wide receiver. Because mm-hmm. every because year... you love wide receivers. Well, that's true. Nobody yep. loves the wide receiver yeah. more than you. Matter of fact, it's true. guys, if you're out there listening to us for the first time, trust Jeff on the wide receivers. Sometimes. Don't trust Jeff on the offensive lineman. Depends. Because he you leave that to me. It right? depends. If the Cowboys need offensive line, I'll pay more attention to offensive line. But when they don't, I will cram right before the draft and just watch a game or two of everybody. You do not watch you you wait till the offensive lineman very last. Oh quarterbacks yeah, last. quarterbacks or offensive linemen. Which one do you watch last? The tie. There's no way it's a tie. It's a tie. It's not a tie. It depends on what I want to talk about like the next day on the radio. If I want to talk about the quarterbacks, I'm like, crap, here we go. Most confident position you do is wide receiver, right? Yes. Least confident position, quarterback or offensive line? Or is there another position I'm missing with you? Uh, Quarterback is obviously hard, and a lot of times safety is hard. Yeah, safety is hard. You're not wrong. Because you don't that. ever know what they're going to have the dude doing. Somebody might bore the hell out of you and be a perfect player, and somebody might Ed Reed make a ton of plays screen. and be terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's just like I was pointing random. out to Jerry Jones. He'd always ask me, Brian, where is he? And I would point two feet past off the screen. Yeah. That's where Ed Reed was playing a lot of the time. Although when the guys like Elijah Molden and Ardarius Washington end up going to Pro Bowls, yeah. I'll feel great about my eye because just pick the good players. That's Washington. What you yeah. You're going Washington. to – he, he had a great game the other day. Yeah, he forced a fumble. He did. Yeah, he's a ball guy. Yes. Anyway, so Alabama, how many of the top 100 players in college football do you think they have? We got 100 players. We got 120 or whatever, 140, however many schools there are. Seven. How about 10? Okay. <laughs> how about 10% of the <laughs> top 100 players play at Bama? Evan Neal, Will Anderson, Bryce Young, John Mechie, Christian Harris, Josh Joe, Malachi Moore, Henry. Somebody's going to tell me how to say his name. Tu'u, Tu'u. Jaleel Billingsley, LeBron Ray. And they're all in the top 66. So according to ESPN, Alabama is 10 of the 66 best players in the country. So it should be fun for everybody else this year. That'll be wonderful. Okay, let me ask you this, though. Talking about Alabama, they're always going to be the preseason number one favorite. You know, they were undefeated last year, got through all the COVID issues, had problems with COVID with their head coach off and on and all that. Is Alabama going to lose a game this year? And I mean, because they, they could they, they lose games when they play at Auburn, but they, they tend to, if they're going to slip up, I, I know that they open their season against Miami in Atlanta. I don't see them, you know, losing that particular game, but they've got a very early season game against Florida. Down in the swamp. Is that they also travel to AM? Yeah. Texas AM will be a much better football team, too. 
I, I've told people this about Texas A&M being in the Southeastern Conference, that that Alabama is not going to have to worry about the other teams in the West other than Texas A&M. I felt like at A&M, with the facilities, with the coaching staff they have now, the ability to recruit, I think Texas A&M is one of those teams that's very capable of beating Alabama. Are you um, are you selling short your own school? Well, you know, when you start to talk about the LSU Tigers. LSU is, people are telling me that I got a little carried away in trying to get Coach O fired and that they just had a down year and they're about to be right back. Well, they had a down year, but it, it took, it took you know, a miraculous turn of events at the end of the season for them to get to 500. It took one of the f- most freakish penalties in the Florida game, a, a throwing of a shoe that put him in field goal range, if you want to call it that. But that was it, a great play. Good, it gave him the opportunity, throw. yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I think that LSU, it's all about really about the quarterback situation, but it is with a lot of these schools. You know, it is. How is the quarterback play going to affect these uh, these these programs that we talk about that are because LSU was a team that was ranked in the top ten last year, and then went out and laid a complete egg against Mississippi State right off the jump. It is trust the tape brought to you by Boomer Jacks. Uh, check boomerjacks.com if you want to find the one nearest you. They're all over the DFW Metroplex and they're absolutely incredible. They have uh, nothing beats their all day happy hour. They got specials for every day of the week. Three fifty, you call it all day Monday and Tuesday. Two fifty domestic bottles all day Wednesday. Three dollar domestic drafts all day Thursday and more. Boomer Jacks Grill, your game day destination with the best drink specials in town. Coming soon to Lake Worth, by the way. I'm going to run you down some of this list real quick. The team with the most top 100 players in college football this year is Alabama with 10. 10. Give me another school. Let's go with with, uh, Ohio State. Ohio State is third on the list. They have five. Of the 100 top players in the country, including wide receiver Chris Olave, who yeah. I believe you're already familiar with. We've seen some of his fine work. We have seen some of his fine work. Watching them last year. Yeah, that, that's a kid right there. If you look at Ohio State, uh, 50 receptions, 729 yards, seven touchdowns. Oh, and Ohio, yeah, stats ready. Yeah, and, Woo, then, and, what, and what happened, though, I mean, he was a kid, though, last year. And, and when I went back and kind of looked at him because of this list you gave me. He was ranked 27th on the top 100, and now he's at. He could have come out last year. Yeah, I think he could he have absolutely. A, I think come he would have gone in the first two rounds. Absolutely, he could. But I tell you what, every year when you and I evaluate these players, the wide receiver seems to be the deepest position. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes it's corner, but most of the times it's wide receivers. And Chris Olave, I tell you what, he he he's one of those guys. At the end of it, I guarantee you, you're going to be talking about him in the top five of your receiver stack. Oh, yeah, and he's going to be one of those guys that is probably not going to run a blazing fast 40. He's not going to be huge, and he just knows how to play receiver. He knows how to get open, and he's awesome. Uh, Garrett Wilson also there. they got two wide receivers that you need to watch. So Alabama has 10 guys in the top 100. Ohio State has five. Clemson has six. Mm. And I'm going to give you the positions they play. DJ Uyunglele, the quarterback. Quarterback played very well against Notre Dame last year in a in a uh, opportunity he got in South Bend. Wow, big time player. Justin Ross, the wide receiver, who's finally been medically cleared, had a neck injury. Mm-hmm. The other four, 
How about Brian Breesey, defensive line, Miles Murphy, defensive end, Tyler Davis, defensive tackle, Xavier Thomas, defensive end. Is Clemson defensive line university? I'll tell you what, every year. Them and Bama. Yeah, every year that we've looked at Clemson, it seems like that they've put guys in the draft. Breesey is no exception. This kid was a freshman All-American, you know, in, in 2020, and He's gotten better every single year when you talk to scouts and stuff about him. Started 10 games last year. He had 33 tackles. Six and a half of those were for loss. The sacks and stuff like that. Alabama, excuse me, Clemson, the one thing that kind of, it's their defense. Everybody talks about the skill guys and stuff that they have. But you look on defense, a lot of it has to do with that defensive line, the way they play and how physical they are up front. And I don't, you know, it's always hard for me projecting. Like Alabama, they always turn over everything, and they'll turn over the quarterback, and it's no big deal. But in my brain, it's so hard to get around the fact that it's like, all right, new quarterback coming in. So for Alabama, you got all these great players. And Bryce Young, they have as the 21st best player in the country. DJ Uyunglele at Clemson is 28th. I've seen him play. Yeah. I know Clemson has a really good quarterback. I know that. Yeah, I don't know a ton about Bryce Young, so that'll be something we'll learn as we go. But, yeah, he'll probably just go undefeated and win a national championship. <laughs> Ten guys from Bama in the top 100, six guys from Clemson, five from Ohio State, five from Oklahoma. Yeah. Including Spencer Rattler, who ESPN has as the number one player in the country, and wide receiver Marvin Mims, number eight. Nick Benito, uh, Edge. Kennedy Brooks, their running back, and Isaiah Thomas, defensive tackle. That's funny. With with usually with Oklahoma, I keep wanting to say Alabama. Usually with Oklahoma, we're talking about quarterbacks, skill guys, running backs, wide receivers. That's hadn't three a, of them. Hadn't been a while though that we've even talked about their defense. You know, and you and you mentioned a guy like, uh, you know, you know, with with what they've been able to do with they've got Benito and Isaiah Thomas as yeah. the two listed here. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. There there was a time there where we never really ever evaluated. Maybe in Oklahoma, it might have been one linebacker. It might yeah, I, you I, had I, Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray. Yeah, it was always somebody. It was always one guy. We're like a corner, and yeah. you're like, I don't know if he's draftable. Well, Neville Gallimore was a guy for the Cowboys. You go back yeah. and look at. I mean, it was. But that was a second, third round kind of evaluation. The fact that they now have defensive players in the Charles top. Charles Tapper. Charles Tapper. There you go, another one. But the fact that they have defensive players in the top 100, I think so, tells you a little bit more that Oklahoma might be poised to be a team that gets over that playoff hump this year. Texas A&M has five players in the top 100. Running back Isaiah Spiller's a yeah. stud. DeMarvin Leal is a stud defensive lineman. Kenyon Green, offensive lineman. Jalen uh, Weidermeyer, I always screw up his name. Yeah, the tight, tight end. end. Yeah. And Aeneas Smith, the running back slash wide receiver. A&M loaded for bear. Yeah, Spiller was not ranked. You mentioned him as a junior. He was not ranked last year, and but he was one of the top running backs in the SEC last year. He averaged over 103 yards. Per game, and and I'll I'll tell you what though he's he's another guy that they they kind of kind of throw the football to. I remember watching some games, you know, SEC games where they take him and they swing him out, throw him the ball. He gets in space, he makes people miss, and all that. So you know he's a guy that uh, you know A and M's got that little bit of that that uh, like a, a one two punch. They've got several running backs that kind of can can fit the bill and 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 wear people down as they play. And Demarvin Leal looks like a freak show. 
Like he's one of those guys that's like two eighty, so it's like, well, is he an end? Is he a tackle? Yeah. And the answer is he's gonna kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the answer. Uh now, here is a surprise. We were talking the other day about the most intriguing coaches going into this college football season. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Matt Campbell at yeah. Iowa State. They have Iowa State having five top one hundred players this year, which I don't know that you could find a bigger compliment to Matt Campbell. And like I don't I don't do this to throw any shade at Iowa State, but you're Iowa State, right? You're not Texas. You're not Oklahoma. You're not Clemson, Ohio State. Your program isn't thought of in those ways. But now not only are you finishing years in the top 10 in the rankings, your your head coach is getting attention from everywhere in the world, and now you've got the same number of players projected as top 100 players in the country as Texas A&M, Ohio State, Oklahoma and Iowa State is in that group. Do you just give the credit to the head coach? Oh, you absolutely do. And and all about when you're at programs like that. I remember being with Gary Patterson in 2007 before I got really involved with the media stuff that I currently do now. And I remember being in, you know, in in the Mountain West and then how you have to be able to recruit TCU then goes to the Big 12, then your recruiting avenue changes. And I think the thing with Matt Campbell is what he's been able to do is evaluate talent. You know, and, you know, listen. As opposed oh, to just counting yeah, stars. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, you're, you're in a situation where at Iowa State, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it's Ames, Iowa. I mean, you know, to get kids to come to Ames, Iowa is not as glamorous as to go get kids to come to Austin or any of these other places that are in the Big 12 there, uh, Norman, wherever. But, yeah, I, I think with Campbell, he's got a really good coaching staff. He's got a really good plan. He's a team builder. And he's obviously got some talent. I mean, with Brock Purdy, you know, you've seen enough Iowa State football games yeah. where you know that Brock Purdy, the quarterback, is a legitimate player. You know, and he's ranked 29th on this list. He was 42 uh, last year. But, you know, this was a guy, it was like, he was an MVP of the Fiesta Bowl win against Oregon. And, you know, he, he's got a guy 68% of his passes, 25 school records. That's what Matt Campbell's been able to do. You go out, you get yourself legitimate quarterback, legitimate runners, some quality defensive linemen, and then you find a way to compete very well in the Big 12. One more team has five guys in the top 100 of the uh, ESPN preseason player rankings, and that is Georgia. Quarterback JT Daniels leads the way, who last year, towards the end of the year when he was playing, boy, did he play well. Yeah. Um, They also have one of their guys on this list is one of my favorite players that I wanted to declare and have be a Cowboy this year, Jordan Davis, their giant defensive tackle. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. He is a freaking refrigerator, uh, and he is an awesome player in their stuff in the run. They got five different guys. JT Daniels, Tyke Smith, who is a DB that transferred from West Virginia, wide receiver George Pickens, Jordan Davis, the D-tackle, and Zamir White, the running back. There's always going to be a Georgia running back on any list. Georgia got five of them. Yeah, Georgia, and and again, uh, you know, Kirby Smart uh, has has done a really nice job, but, you know, all these wins have – and, you know, and him coming out of the SEC East, you know, and, you know, kind of coming up short in some some big games. You know, they, they need to – Georgia needs to find a way to get over the hump. You know, Kirby's smart. You know, he's he's recruited well. 
We every year, Jeff, again, you and I watch. It's a safety, it's a wide receiver, it's a defensive tackle, it's a running back. It's somebody that we're always looking at at Georgia. Talent is clearly there, but the but the just getting that over the top, getting out of the SEC championship game, getting into the playoff, and then winning a, a national championship is really all that's on the horizon right now. But uh, JT Dan- Daniels, I'll tell you what, you know, for he he got a late start. He yeah, really got but a late he start. Was but he was balling at the end, and they had a big win against Cincinnati in that bowl game, and he was outstanding. So maybe JT Daniels is the reason to maybe get them over the hump. So Alabama, 10 guys in the top 100, according to ESPN. Clemson, six. Teams with five are Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Iowa State, Georgia. Nobody has four. Quite a few teams have three players in the top 100, including the LSU Tigers. Yeah. All three of yours, by the way, are in the top 35. Derek Stingley, corner, they have his number two. Yeah. You're going to have to help me with Kayshawn, is it Booty? Booty. Booty. It's number 34, Eli Ricks, cornerback number 35, go Tigers. Yeah, they're they're in a situation right now where, to me, that, you know, they, they've got the cornerback play. You mentioned that. You know, that's something part of having some young guys. And, you know, Derek Stingley, it, it was really kind of a strange thing for Derek. And, you know, his he's now a junior. He was on a national championship team. Things weren't very good last year. There were some questions about did he really care what was going on, how committed he was. But now, I mean, you know, th- this is a guy that he's he's one of those it's guys. It's time to go get drafted in the yeah, top ten. Yeah, and he is. I mean, he's a he's a tremendous player, and he's you know he's one of those guys that if you look at the numbers in twenty two games, he's got sixty five tackles, he's got twenty one passes defense, six interceptions. He's a threat in return game stuff. I mean, when you watch him play. He's got a lot to love about his game. But there's going to be, when scouts go through there, they're going to say, okay, love all the talent, but how committed are you to really playing? Because, again, when the national championship stuff was going off, he was he was there. Last year, not so much. Notre Dame has three guys in the top 100, including Kyle Hamilton, the big-time safety, um, as the number six player in the country, according to ESPN. And I've seen him as some people's number one draft prospect heading into the year. So Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton, Kyron Williams, their running back, and Michael Mayer, the tight end. Um, I've always been a anti-Notre Dame guy. And I know that Notre Dame's really popular, so somebody listening right now is a Notre Dame fan, so I sure. want to apologize. You didn't do anything wrong. You guys were just always on NBC all the time <laughs> when I was a kid, and it just made me bitter that you guys get all the TV time. And so I've kind of been a Notre Dame hater my whole life, but it's exciting to see uh, sort of a revival of the secondary this year. Like when we get to draft time, you're going to go a lot of places and see people talking about like five different DBs as potentially top 10 picks going into the college football year. And that includes your guy, Derek Stingley. That Uh includes Kyle Hamilton. Yep. The secondary's hot. It's hot. Yeah, it is very hot. And I think though, too, to go back to kind of finish up with Notre Dame, the one thing that I've really respected about Notre Dame is how they've gone out and their offensive linemen are plug and play guys. Yeah. They you know, you go out there and draft an, a Notre Dame offensive lineman, they've found ways to the two two best guards in the NFL are both Notre Dame grads with Zach Martin and then uh, Quentin Nelson at uh, at Indianapolis. So, yeah, very good with the pu- the plug and play. 
you know, that's something they found a way to develop. And, you know, we were looking at uh, a linebacker there last year, uh, uh, Owusu. Oh, uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Koromoa, yeah. So they, they've got the defensive players. They've got ends. They've got linebackers. You know, uh, Brian Kelly has done a pretty good job there at Notre Dame. Oregon has three guys in the top 100. Johnny Johnson, the third, the wide receiver. C.J. Verdell, the running back. And Kayvon Thibodeau, the uh, defensive end, is number three player in the country. And that's one of those guys that when you're watching tape and you're watching, I don't care who you're watching, when Oregon plays them. You're not watching the uniforms? You go, holy crap, who is that? <laughs> yeah. Like multiple games, I'd look at it and I don't, off the top of my head, I don't have his jersey number in my mind. But I was like, I'd look him up each time, and I'm like, oh, yeah, not eligible yet. But right. when he is, holy cow. And so that'll be this year. Kayvon Thibodeau is a monster at defensive end. USC has three dudes. Fight on. Two named Drake, Drake London and Drake Jackson, wide receiver and linebacker, and their quarterback, Keaton Slovis. It's going to be a weird Heisman race. It's like. 15 quarterbacks to keep your eye on in college football this year. Yeah, and depending on who you talk to, like the SC alum. Oh, you mean Jared? Yeah, like Jared Sandler who we work with. You know, and again, this is you asked me about LSU and you always when you're watching those games, you you kind of have an understanding of it going week to week. And then you talk to like a Jared Sandler who's really, really big in watching USC football play every week. And, you know, he's like, ah, meh, he's okay. Right. He's okay. And so I think there's a lot of a lot of USC fans who would probably say the same thing, but you know, and again, playing in that Pac-12, it's a lot of those late games. Unless you catch some early games, it's a lot of that late night football. And you know, and Slovis is one of those guys too that you know he he threw for over 5,400 yards. You know, uh, you know the the last two you know the last two seasons. So expectations are pretty high on him. Uh, to, to have a really nice season. Cincinnati repping the group of five here with three guys in the top 100. Desmond Ritter, their quarterback. Ahmad Gardner, the corner. And Majay Sanders, defensive end. Welcome the group of five to the party. Yeah, this might be the year for them, though. This might be Cincinnati starting off ranked in the top 10. You know, and Run the table and run it hard. And Luke Fickle has turned down several... Uh, other jobs to stay at Cincinnati. They've they've given him better facilities. He's recruited better. He's one of those. Uh, he's one of those team builders. He played at Ohio State. He's got that in his blood and all that. He's done a great job at Cincinnati. Going into those high schools, evaluating the kids that might go to Michigan or might go to Ohio State or go to those other Big Ten schools. But he's been able to pick them out and then you know play very well in that American football conference. Indiana has 3 guys in the top 100 including Michael Penix Jr. the quarterback, Ty Freifogel, the wide receiver who stuffs the stat sheet. I played some uh, daily fantasy college football last year. Uh-huh. You wanted Freifogel on the squad. I'm just here to tell you that. And Taiwan Moeller, the cornerback is also in the top 100. Washington has three guys in the top 100. Cade Otten, tight end. Jackson Kirkland on the O-line. Trent McDuffie uh, in the defensive backfield. And then schools with two guys in the top 100 include Auburn, which I have to stop for a second just to tell you. Tank Bigsby, their running back, is the top-rated guy they have. Uh-huh. Their safety's name is Smoke Monday. you got to draft Smoke, aren't you? I'm drafting Smoke Monday in the second round. Okay. He's going into the year as a top 100 player, and his name is Smoke Monday. That dude is on my team. Texas has two guys, including running back Bijan Robinson, 14th uh, ranked player in the country. Bijan Robinson is a stud. Is he going to shot for the Heisman this year? 
give them the ball enough, and I think they will. Yeah, I, I do, think I they're going to give it to him as many times as he's willing to take it. Yeah, I think I, that's going to happen. Yeah, we, we've seen, you know, we've seen, uh, uh, you know, this coach that uh, was at Alabama, though. You know, Alabama's Sark. Sark has always found a way. I mean, you look at the Heisman Trophy winners from Alabama. It's been about offense, you know, and and he's found a way. The staff there has found a way to get the ball. So. I wouldn't doubt that Robinson has an opportunity to carry it plenty of times for the Longhorns this year. Florida's got two guys, including the corner, Elam, who is a really, really good player. Ole Miss has two guys, including Coral, their uh, quarterback. North Carolina's got two guys, including Sam Howell, their quarterback. Interesting guy, that Sam Howell. Number five overall going into this. Iowa's got two. South Carolina's got two. And then your team's with one player. Louisiana. Oh, no, Arkansas has two. Sorry. Penn State. Arizona State, Boston College, Wisconsin, SMU, Utah, TCU has two, West Virginia, Purdue, Kentucky, Louisville, Northwestern, Minnesota, Michigan, Mississippi State, K-State, Miami, UCF, Coastal Carolina, Liberty. Bam! Got through well, the whole thing. Well, I'll tell you what, if you talk about Miami's, that was it, Derek Kirk, right? De- uh, Derek King. King, excuse me, King. Uh, Derek King, yeah. He's, i tell you what, it was funny because he opted out of the season 2019 at Houston, transferred to Miami, and then all of a sudden, man, he started throwing the ball a lot better. Uh, you know, he had he he took the picks down on that. The offense was really really good. Thought that he might come out, and he he said, "No, nah, I'm going to play at at Miami for for one more season." So, you know, keep an eye on King and what he could do. Man, he's a guy that kind of electric player when you watch him. Play. Oh, that dude running around is a lot he, of fun. He is a lot of fun. He is a lot of fun. Uh, is there anything else you needed to sneak in today? Is there anything else you needed to sneak in? There's no, The beauty of a podcast is there's no time limit. Whenever yeah. we're done, we just say, all right, we'll see you guys next week. No, man, I'm just really happy about the whole thing of us, you and I, getting to do this on a weekly basis. Proud, Happy to have Boomer Jacks on board, you know, and, and with them. I think it's going to be really cool as we go through this on a weekly basis, though, to see about how these top 100 guys, are there going to be others that are going to come that we're saying, oh, well, hey, we didn't talk about this guy. But I, I'm I'm fascinated to see if Alabama can once again run the table. I mean, they all that they went through last year, the perfect season. Can they do it again? That's clearly a dynasty down there. But I think there's some teams in college football in that top ten that are poised to maybe make a run at it at the end of the year as well. Can Boomer Sooner win a playoff game? That would be- Come on, Boomer Sooner. Not that I cheer for them. I'm uh, yeah. I'm an unbiased uh, analyst. You are. I'm a radio man and an analyst. Thank you to uh, Boomer Jacks. Our homies at Boomer Jacks, check boomerjacks.com. You can find the one nearest you. They got drink specials uh, on every different weekday. New location coming to Lake Worth here very soon. The greatness of Boomer Jacks brings you trust the tape. And we'll catch up uh, with you next week. For Brian Broaddus, I'm Jeff Cavanaugh, and we are going home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.